Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. Thank you so much for being here today and choosing to support this podcast by listening. If you are new, would you mind hitting that subscribe button so you never miss an episode? And if you enjoyed today's episode, would you leave a review? This helps others find it as they search for podcasts. I would appreciate it so much. Some of you may have heard about National Day of Unplugging, a day created to challenge people to walk away from their devices for 24 hours. That's right, a whole 24 hours without an iPad, phones, or other electronics. One of the things they said is, I unplugged to reconnect. I have mentioned this event on one of my earlier podcasts, and this will take place this upcoming weekend, March 4th and 5th, and I find that it is a needful topic. I read this quote from Elizabeth Elliot and even chose to include it in the spring 2022 magazine. Mrs. Elliot said, The devil has made it his business to monopolize on three elements, noise, hurry, crowds. He will not allow quietness. Let those words settle into your mind. Satan is not our friend. Everything he does is meant to keep us from doing what is right and good and needful. He has had a long time to study man and discover the things that will prevent us from deepening our relationship with God. And a large part of that is noise, hurry, and crowds. Why? Because all of that prevents us from being still and knowing God. Remember what I said before, we can only know God in the stillness. There's no other way. Sadly, instead of embracing the moments of silence, we run from them. Think about that. What is the first thing you do in the morning? Reach for your phone to check for messages and browse social media? I've been guilty of that. Do you turn on the radio or listen to a podcast when you get into the car? Yes, I raise my hand for that too. When you come home, do you turn on the TV or call a friend? I tend to turn on mostly music. Of course, there is nothing wrong with this, especially the podcast. (laughs) But if you do this to block out the silence all the time, it might be. Why do we work so hard to avoid the silence? What drives us toward the noise and away from the silence? I believe it's because we fear it. Silence forces us to listen. Like someone said, silence is deafening. It means we face our true selves and we dread that confrontation. Perhaps this is why God tells us in Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Real change cannot happen until we learn to linger in the silence because it is in the quiet place that we truly become who we were meant to be. Why? Because it is where we meet with God. And he has the opportunity to speak his truth, his purpose, and his reflection into us. This principle is vital for us to grasp because it comes from the one who created us, the one who knows what we need to do in order to deepen our relationship with him. The first step in knowing him is to dwell in the quiet place, free from the distractions that our heart can be ready to learn about him. Satan knows the secret of the quiet place, which is why he works so hard to distract us. There is nothing he loves more than a distracted Christian. Remember the three things? Noise, hurry, crowds. Noise is 
everywhere. You almost can't escape it. Music is blaring in the grocery stores. It dings from the text messages on your phone and even videos that are running while you pump gas. I mean, I've seen that. We are bombarded every day with noise and it can keep us from the quiet place. It keeps our minds so full. Crowds are another distraction. Lots of people gathered together in one place often means you can barely hear yourself talk, let alone think. While hurry is not necessarily something you would include on a noisy list, it is one that goes on the distraction list for sure. When our day is too full, we will miss out on the quiet place as well. We spend our time rushing from one event or errand to the next, never realizing that we even forgot to spend time with the Lord. These three things that Satan likes to monopolize on can be overcome with the same tool, intentionality. To escape the noise, you must be intentional about turning it off. To leave the hurry behind, you must be intentional about hitting the pause button. To avoid the crowds, you must be intentional about walking away when necessary. Jesus gives us this example on many occasions. We read that he walked away from the crowd so he could be alone with his father. It's not wrong to step away from the crowds for a time. To enter the quiet place, we must be intentional. It is up to us to carve out that daily time to be still so that we can begin to know our God. To know someone means you spend time with them. And God himself invites us to know him. Isn't that exciting? We have the privilege to come into his very presence. That is what happens when we sit still. Our God longs for us to know him, but he will never demand or shout to get our attention. He speaks in a still, small voice, which is easily lost in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. So how can we prepare ourselves to be in the quiet place? First, it's intentionality. Second is to remove the distractions such as your phone, the music, television. I know it's hard to resist checking your phone when you see it light up from a text or an email notification. Music and television can easily distract us as well. For myself, I enjoy sitting in my room where I have a comfortable chair and a light right beside me. It's a quiet environment that allows me to stay focused on what I am studying. Creating a place where you can go and spend that time with the Lord is so important. I encourage you to find a corner of your own. It can even be outdoors. Sometimes sitting outside surrounded by God's creation is the perfect setting for your time with Him. I believe there is one more ingredient for being in the quiet place, and that is reception. God tells us to be still so we can know him. We cannot know him until we are receptive because change only happens when you allow it. When we let truth penetrate our heart and mind, then we will begin to alter our behavior and our thinking habits. This is another reason Satan wants to keep us from the quiet place because he knows its power. He will do all that is necessary to hinder our ability to be still, even if he has to portray it as a place of dread. But it's the exact opposite. It is the place where our soul finds rest, the rest that it's seeking because we meet God there. I will say that we should be prepared to face some resistance. For instance, as I was trying to prepare for this episode, my cat, which is usually well-behaved, decided it was the perfect time to run around and make lots of noise, plus a neighbor's dog chose to howl, and there were a lot more vehicles driving around through my relatively quiet neighborhood. All of this noise was quite the distraction for me as I was trying to collect my thoughts about being still. 
As they say, the struggle is real, but I will add that the reward is great when we choose to persevere. And in case you're wondering about my cat, she finally did settle down and is currently very comfortable sleeping in my lap. Now, for some of you, you may wonder why I even bothered to mention the National Day of Unplugging at the beginning of this episode. Well, I believe that our technology has become a big stumbling block in our ability to sit still. We've been mentioning it throughout the podcast. We are often more connected to it than those around us, and especially God. I have heard it said that if we treated our Bibles like we do our phones, we would see more growth in ourselves, and that is true. Can I encourage you to consider taking the challenge of National Unplugging Day? And if you struggle to put your phone down for 24 hours, you might want to re-examine your attachment to it. God has made us to connect with real people and with himself, not to a bunch of screens. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, those people on Facebook and Instagram, I have made wonderful friendships, but if we make our time about screen time and not God time, we do have a problem. Take that break. Choose to spend it with your family. Give yourself some extra time in the word of God, or even take a walk. Enjoy his creation. Remember, dwelling in the quiet place is essential and it requires us to be intentional. Remove the distractions and be receptive to what the Lord wants to teach us. Lean into the stillness. Don't be afraid of it. And I promise when you do, it will bless and refresh your soul in ways you never knew were possible. And with that, I want to wrap up today's challenge. Have a wonderful week. And let's take up the challenge to set our phones and other devices aside for 24 hours this weekend. Maybe you can make it a weekly habit and spend that time with your family and friends. The world is a noisy place, but it is possible to be still and know God. Mm-hmm.